0: To astrology bites. This is your host Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 160 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. So today we're talking about what's your dominant sign and how does it affect you? And my special guest is Noosh June. Welcome, Noosh.
1: Hi, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me on. It's such a pleasure to meet you and to speak with you.
0: Well, I am so happy that we are connecting today. And this is such a great topic. Because, you know, I think with astrology, we're always looking for all those little details to try to figure ourselves out. And the dominant sign, now, this is something that you approached me about. So let's let's just dive right in. What do you mean by dominant sign? So
1: when we use the term dominant sign, or when I use the term dominant sign, I would use it lightly. But generally, the concept of a dominant sign is just speaking to the notion that we are more than our sun sign and you know while you might be born under a particular sun sign you may have strong tendencies of another sign so you may not necessarily relate so much to the characteristics or archetypes of your sun sign you're kind of wondering why Why does this not fit who I am? So the dominant sign is just kind of opening up the mind a little and the perspective a little in the umbrella of astrology to there potentially being other signs that you might have more planetary energies in or that you may have more tendencies towards that might be from, you know, having, like I said, more planets in a particular house or, particular um more planets in a sign a different sign to your sun sign or more planets in a particular element in your chart so it's just kind of a term that's coined to open up astrology to more than just your sun sign it's kind of like a first look at understanding that there could be more to you than just that um just the sun sign
0: you know i'm a gemini i've got three planets in Gemini. And they're all loaded up in the eighth house. So I feel like Gemini makes a lot of sense. However, I've also got a moon and Neptune in Scorpio. And I think because of, I, I really identify a lot with my Scorpio moon in a major way, uh, mm. or maybe I just embrace it. But I think with that moon in Scorpio in this really busy eighth house, it does have that super Scorpio type vibe. So again, I still feel I'm a full-blown Gemini, but that also plays a very large role in who I am. And, you know, I think when you are talking about things like a dominant sign, the next thing I have to ask you, could you have more than one dominant sign? Because I really identify with both so strongly.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that you can have more than one dominant sign. I mean, the the term dominant sign is an indicator of there being more to your chart than your sun sign, right? So you can certainly have more than one major influence in your chart and that could be by the planets um taking up a a big portion of a of a particular house. Um it or a different sign to to your sun sign or your moon sign so you can definitely have more um like like a balanced energy or Mm -hmm. a leaning energy to one particular sign that's different to your sun sign so for example in my own chart i have quite a big stallion in Capricorn. Although I'm an Aquarius sun, so one of my dominant signs is Capricorn because of that heavy influence. And you know, it kind of balances out some of the the sun sign energy because all of that Capricorn energy is in the eleventh house. So even though I have that dominance in Capricorn, it's activating the eleventh house, which is you know the the home of Aquarius. So it kind of indicates that yes there can be more than one dominant sign but you can also you know the the stage can be shared by a number of of signs depending on how they're placed in your chart and how they're also interacting with each other as well i think that's an important point to look at as well that's a really beautiful
0: explanation so to find your dominant sign obviously you would be looking at okay what is loaded up in my chart? Where is there a lot of activity happening? Is it as simple as that, or is it just what you feel?
1: I would say there there could be a number of factors that um, indicate what's dominant for you or for your chart. And, you know, when I use the term dominant, I don't want it to necessarily indicate that there is one sign ruling them all, you know, because I think it's important to note that your entire chart is a complete blueprint of your soul and each piece needs the other to create the whole and none of it exists in isolation. So truly understanding your chart from that holistic perspective before we dive into the idea of Dominance, you know, loosely coined dominance. It's best to understand, you know, that the whole picture and understand how the different pieces kind of help support each other. So when we're looking at understanding or exploring what our dominant sign is, we what was your question again? Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's about finding your dominant sign. again. I mean, you know, right. w- where do we look? And no, this is making a lot of sense, though, to me, exactly the way you're saying
1: it. Right, right. right. Sorry, <laughs> I went on a little tangent there. So <laughs> I go on tangents
0: so. all the time. So, <laughs> oh my God, I I do it too much. So you're you're
1: in good company with that. I'm the queen of tangents, and let's blame that one on Mercury retrograde, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But to find the dominant sign, so when we're looking at it, yeah. So as I was saying, it's a complete picture, so it's important to keep that in mind before we, you know, dive into what's dominant. But you can certainly, as I mentioned, look at, you know, where there might be planets, uh, or sorry, a stellium in any part of your chart. You can look at which um, sign they might be filling up. You could also look at which planets are creating any exact aspects to perhaps your sun or your ascendant or your moon. Like if Pluto, for example, is making a really hard aspect or in any way, an exact aspect to your sun that brings a really heavy influence of Scorpio into your chart. Mm. So knowing that you know there are many ways to navigate this concept of dominance in your chart you can kind of start to see a bigger picture unravel for your you know your soul's journey and also how you can express your your truest intentions through this particular lifetime
0: i love that and uh Again, it's it's making a lot of sense to me, too. Now, you mentioned about stelliums, and I actually have two stelliums in my chart. And like I had mentioned earlier, I also have that Scorpio vibe. So I've got three planets in Virgo and three in Gemini. Two stelliums, one in my eighth house, one in the 11th house. And they're not playing nice with each other. They're squaring each other off. So using myself as an example, if you've got two stelliums, They're not in happy arrangements. Now, what does all this dominant energy reveal? I mean, what do I need to know if I'm trying to interpret that in my chart?
1: I mean, you mentioned you have a stellium in Gemini and Virgo. Yes, all (laughs) Mercury. So heavy mercurial chart. I mean when we look at the energy of dominance as well, it doesn't necessarily have to be just focusing solely on a sign, right? It's kind of also the dominant influences or energy in your chart. So knowing that you have two stelliums in mercurial um, signs indicates that you have a beautiful chart for communication, which is, you know, clearly... um, Manifesting through the work that you do. So, you know, there's also a dominant energy that is guiding and leading your chart, which is nice to explore as well. It doesn't necessarily have to just be about the signs. Um, You know, an example from my own chart is that I have um, a dominant Saturnian influence. You know, I've got the Stellium and Capricorn, and my Aquarius is quite dominant in my chart as well. So, both signs ruled by Saturn indicates quite a Saturnian influence. So, you know, holding boundaries, expressing boundaries, you know, kind of enjoying working towards goals. Um, Anything that you kind of umbrella under that Saturnian influence is quite heavy in my chart. So, you know, that's something that I use to guide me forward in in certain parts of my life but there are other things as well in my chart that balance that energy out so this idea of dominance is is nice but it's important to also find balance in your chart so you know while for example you might have a heavy mercurial influence looking to some of the other energies in your chart that could indicate different types of energy might help you find some balance in your soul as well, you know, and coming back to my own example, I have a moon in Sagittarius. So that's quite a different energy to that Saturnian energy. So it kind of helps to, you know, bring some balance where, you know, I'm working as hard as I play or play hard, work hard, or whatever that phrase is.
0: (laughs) I love that. And it makes so much sense. And I can think then about my Scorpio moon you know, which is is really deep, it's really emotional, and all that mercurial energy it adds a little bit of depth to it. So I'm not just floating around in the, you know, <laughs> wherever you go with all that that airy mercury
1: uh, Virgo vibe. So
0: it's yeah, so interesting. floating
1: around in your thoughts.
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly what I'm trying to get at there. So um, here's the other thing I wanted to ask you. You know, uh, if if you um, are working with the dominant signs, you know, for a client, what advice do you give them about how to work with their dominant sign? Because I think oftentimes what happens with astrology is we say, well, this is the way the chart is, blah, 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 that's just it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But I think it's really important to be as holistic and as proactive with the energy rather than just assuming, well, this is just it. So what is your advice? How do you tell clients, here's how to work with your dominant sign?
1: So when working with clients, I I wouldn't necessarily attach to the idea of a dominant sign. However, I would certainly help them unpack an energy that is a big influencer in their chart. And by helping them to unpack that, which I guess you could say is their dominant sign or dominant influence, it might help that client to open up to possibilities or open up different parts of their soul, unlock different parts of their mind that they may have held back in a way. You know, if there was, if, if this person, for example, is a water sun, but they have a highly um, dominant earth um, energy, you know, maybe there's an earth sign there in their chart. They may be resisting that earth energy because they're attached to this water sign. They're attached to that that intuitive and very emotional energy. So opening up the perspective, I guess, or the understanding that they have this other influence, which comes from an earth sign, for example, can help them to appreciate that, can help them to not be afraid of that, you know, if it does show up and to help them kind of feel at more ease with, you know, how they potentially navigate through their life, you know, maybe they don't need to put so much emphasis on the emotion, and they can, you know, really connect to their practical energy and grounded energy to kind of stabilize that um, that influence a little more. So it's kind of about bringing new possibility to that client's experience of their own their own life and their own journey by helping them to understand that there's more that that might be at play here for them to explore through their, their life, their journey, their soul's journey.
0: You know, that, that's um, really great advice because I think sometimes too, when we do have one dominant thing at play and again, using myself as an example, all that mutable energy, you know, uh, all that mercurial energy, it can be overwhelming. And so understanding, okay, well, here's the dominant thing, and we've got to rein that in a little bit, really gives um, a perspective that can Mm -hmm. be very helpful. So I'm not floating all over the place, or like you said, getting lost in my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that that tendency is there and it's screaming in my astrology chart really can help look at where I can how I can lean into it, like with the work I do, but how I can dial it back down so that, again, I am still rooted to the earth. So Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. And the one thing I wanted to say, too, with astrology, you know, and I know you and every other astrologer I talk to, we can go down these rabbit holes where we start looking at all these little tiny details. We can get so lost, and sometimes we miss that one big picture that one thing that is standing out so strongly. So looking at the dominant side and maybe pinpointing that immediately might help us so that we can be more succinct in our interpretations and more helpful and not just be giving people a whole lot of what I call astro babble as we go down all those mm-hmm. little rivulers and paths and other things in our chart that we can find way too easily
1: yeah definitely and you know when you were just mentioning that it made me think of you know a dominant um aspect as well there can be dominant aspects in your chart that play a really big influence in your life and show up in ways that maybe are not so favorable but if you start to unpack that and understand that you understand that not only are you a multifaceted being but this aspect or this sign or this Expression that's coming through in your chart is also in some way multifaceted. So you have the opportunity to shift the way that it is being manifested for you. So there's, you know, there's that dominant, the concept of the dominant sign can also extend to the dominant aspect or the dominant element as well, which is, which can be kind of fun. Yeah,
0: it's, it's again, those big points to look at, I think are really helpful in beginning yeah. to understand our astrology charts, which ultimately, astrology just helps us to understand ourselves, and the way we're interacting with the world. So this is just one more way to put our charts under the lens, and make it really useful. I love this conversation so much, Noosh. Um, and I really want to thank you for spending time sharing this information. And I think it's going to give people, again, an opportunity to really look at that, maybe that big thing in their chart, not as um, a negative, but maybe as something that they can work with. Or yeah, definitely. Maybe, again, definitely. it helps them to understand themselves better. So this is awesome. So if people want to work with you, where can they find you? I mean, what have you got going on that you want to share with my audience today?
1: So, if you would like to book a reading with me or work with me, you can find me at girlandhermoon.com. I offer um, readings exclusively through Girl and Her Moon. And if you would also like to sign up for a um, for the Girl and Her Moon membership, I believe that we are offering a free month this month with the code Astrobytes. I believe so. You can find me at girlandhermoon.com.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Noosh. This was awesome. So folks, please make sure you get to the Girl in the Moon and check out everything that they've got going on over there. Book a session with Noosh, join their membership. Check it all out. All right, that is all for today's episode. If you are enjoying the show, you know what I want you to do. I want you to get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review. That is the best way to help new listeners discover Astrology Bites. And, of course, you know I appreciate that so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, TheTarotLady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And of course, I want you to remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.